hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. We are uh, finally in our time into uh, my mother's favorite time. Of ah, year. Alexa, Christmas music, blast, all speakers, max volume, all that. We are, I'm going to say for myself personally, uh, after Thanksgiving, sure, have at it. Go for go crazy with Christmas stuff. My mother yep. said to said, we will not have peace. In this home, <laughs> there there will be no peace in our there household. There will be no peace here. <laughs> she played on the ride up and the ride back from Thanksgiving, which was like a full hour, all Thanksgiving music or not Thanksgiving Christmas music. <laughs> Thanksgiving music does not exist. Your mother said there will be no silent night. Yeah, there's. <laughs> she loves it. She needs the cheer now, please, please, right away. But I, that was one uh, weird interaction I had recently. And I'm going to, uh, the the weirdest and also funniest interaction I had recently, I went to my 10-year college reunion. Mm-hmm. I was chatting with a- High school? Uh, high school? Yeah, high school. High school. Um, and I said college tonight. Uh, I, I'm, I was I'm like, surely great. it's, I was like, surely it hasn't been that long. <laughs> surely it was a geriatric great, great intro. <laughs> Nobody invited you <laughs> to, the, to the college reunion. Like, without me? Uh, but there, were, I was chatting with a girl, and she's like, "Oh, see that guy? Um, he used to live with me." And I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool," because we all went to high school together. And she like lived in New York, and I'm like, "Oh, that's nice that you got an apartment. I know it's tough." And then she, he came closer. She did the like, "Oh, I'm gonna run and hug him while like yelling something." I thought it was just gonna be like, "Oh, so nice to see you." She said. There he is, the guy that flirted with and banged all my friends and gave him a big <laughs> hug, and she sounded so happy. Like, <laughs> and I could not. I was like, ultimate wingman I, energy. That is big wingman energy. I laughed out loud. I don't know if anyone heard me. I hope they didn't because it was, it was in stitches. Because I was like, I'm sorry. What the fuck did you just say? I've never been. <laughs> That's the same thing to me. That's the same thing. Just first thing you say is to somebody when you see him after a long time is just being like, there he is. There's the man (laughs) with the magic dick, apparently. Leading with flirted with makes me sound like my brain then logically goes to to like, and then made it awkward for all of my friends. Mm, Not not like, and then then did it, and then closed the deal. That is not a, a direct quote, I'm going to be honest, because I was too busy laughing. To be like enough, fully write enough. it down, but it was that gist because it was so, <laughs> it was so insane. But you know what? Sometimes that just happens. And I think another thing that made it funnier is the guy did look like a combination of the dude from yeah. Big Lebowski, and because he was wearing that like kind of uh, uh, shirt, like or not shirt, the same kind of uh, sweatshirt that he has, yeah, that, like, sure. buttons up. Um, and then, but he had crazy Kramer hair. And I'm like, like okay. literally his hair Weird was, was like parted, but sticking up. 
So he looked uh. like a racer head. Like, uh. <laughs> and I was like, this guy's pulling the pussy? I can't believe it. But also <laughs> good man? for him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's just uh, some, some of the stories you get into in Segment City. You Every year is the 10-year reunion at Segment City. You got to go every we're single year. always reuniting. Year, always reuniting. They don't update the year until it's a, a uh, fact, factor of five. Then okay. it'll be yeah. uh, five, ten. But they say you have to go back every year. So next year, I'm still going to be on my tenure. It's still, you still get to look forward to that 10-year awkward conversation of, so uh, what do you do? What do you do these days? What oh do you get God, up that to? That was the entire time. It was the yeah. <laughs> Don't send me back. I, don't, I can't do it anymore. These are the reasons uh, I didn't go to mine. Because I'm like, I'm, I've had enough of these conversations. I'm good. Yeah, it's boring. It was, it was boring conversations in that regard. But... I'm Will Kane, and I'm the prom king of my in my own mind. And I'm Theo Sapakos, and I'm I'm at the homecoming game, and I'm I'm gonna do the worm on the field. You can't stop me. They're in the middle of the game. I'm doing it. Whoa! He's wild. He's just going for it. He's not even the mascot. He's just a guy. Not the mascot. I'm just some guy. <laughs> He's just who's he that just man? The... He graduated Nobody stopped 10 him? years ago, and he feels pretty <laughs> entitled. Somebody did ask if they're doing like a, a homecoming, like. Uh, auditorium thing and he's like can i crash that and i'm like don't go into a fucking school don't do it like, no, don't, you, you don't want to be a, a bunch different... of near high schoolers this, this is a weird look for you now it's been a long 10 years it's not like, it's, it's like been a long, long 10 years that generational but, gap is big is big but this is a podcast in which theo and i ooh, we dumpster dive our way through the internet we collect all those good comedy morsels for you and we present it to you in segments but this week we're going to start with a will stupid thought as we usually do the mark of a good pet is not being, or pet slash animal, I will say, I will like broaden mm. this to animals, is not being like good at what that animal does. It's no. just being nice to people. If that animal likes people, yeah. it is a good dog, that a good cat. No, that's lizard. the whole point, right? Like we didn't we didn't breed wolves to be the best wolf they could be. We bred them no. to be the most friendly wolf they could be. That was the whole thing. That's what we did. It's very cuddly. <laughs> we do love our dogs, but it is like nobody's like good. I mean, I guess they do say good boy, but when they say it, I'm gonna say I'm gonna do a little grammar police here, or I guess word police. Um, nice boy, you're a nice, nice boy. boy. Yeah, this nice dog boy. is a nice I, boy because he doesn't bite me every day. Like I like my to imagine does. back to the days when they were first doing this, when humans were first doing this with wolves, mm. and they mm. were A-B testing with them. They they would hand <laughs> a little baby wolf to <laughs> to somebody, and they say, cuddle with this wolf, and then they'd take it away and hand them a different wolf, and they'd say, cuddle with this wolf. Now, which one did you like more? Because we'll only allow that one to reproduce for thousands of generations. So uh, tough decision here. A or B? Wolf A? Wolf B. It's like being at the eye doctor. A or B? B or C? C I like, or B? <laughs> I like this, this kunk on history that you're doing. <laughs> and then they went back and they did A-B testing with their lab coats. <laughs> they did. They did A-B right. testing. That's exactly what they did. So you'll give it a zug-zug if you think it's great. If this uh-huh. dog is very... I'm gonna, we're workshopping the term dog. I'm going to just lay that out. So we're, right we're, now it's a bite. We wanted to go with Doug, but Doug didn't like that because yeah, no. it's a little too similar to his name. A little name. too similar. And if we're going to make an entire language based off of that, he's he's going to be pissed for all of eternity. For all of time. So, and I can't deal with that. So, uh, yeah. So, and then one guy is just like, so, uh, so he bit the shit out of my hand <laughs> when I tried to give him a bone. They're like, that's a bad one. That's a bad one. 
That put now, that, now this, that one now, down the this shoot. This one over here, he's really short and he looks like a wiener, and I think we should breed for that because that's yeah, really that, funny. Oh, this oh is, I like that. And some old <laughs> caveman woman was like, I'll take him, I'll thank take you very much. I'll make this my whole life's goal, and it'll be very weird. <laughs> he will never walk again. He would be happy <laughs> forever. I'm, I just couldn't be... I'm just... Pleased as a plum for how much he's... I'm going to fuck up this dog's genetics. Me, Blug Blug, just as pleased as ever, you know. You, the first weenie-shaped dog must have gotten so much shit <laughs> from the other dogs. Oh, oh nice legs is there. That, is Shut that up, a, guys. Is that, is that food? Is that... What's that? It looks like my wiener. Is that your dog? Oh, uh, What? My name's Dave, and I'm just a little wiener dog. You <laughs> called yourself guy. a wiener dog? <laughs> he himself admitted himself. <laughs> Listen, I, we thought that this guy was the funniest. Look at the pug over there. He's all fucked up. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> that's, that's not good that we did that. But anyway, I wanted that Will Stupid. I was thinking about how, how human-centric a lot of people's thoughts tend to be, like, by default. And this is just like nice little, like, Hey, think about outside of of yeah. what humans think and how other animals perceive us. It's pretty crazy I, that uh, if you, there will probably be different breeds of dogs by the time we die. Like that's how quickly we're ooh. coming. Like you think about if you started right now and you started genetically selecting year over year with dogs, you could probably come up with a new type of dog by like, you know, that say, say you and I live for the next 50 years, you could probably come up with a new type of dog in 50 years. How many generations of dogs? Dogs can breed probably... They can breed when they're what three? Let's be yeah. Let's. So we're talking about live, we're talking about ten, 10, years? 10 or twelve. Let's say fifteen generations of dogs. You could probably end up with something significantly different. Now that's the stupid thought. That's now that's, that's a smart, stupid that's thought. thought of the day. Because <laughs> mine that was smarter than mine, and now you've went mm. up to me. Well, I that's why you come to me for all the fun, good ideas. My brain will sometimes try to like predict what people are going to say next. Yeah. Um, when you're like, there's going to be new types of, my brain immediately went to people. People. And <laughs> I got very excited because I'm like, what different types of people are, is Theo going to suggest that there should be? That, that we could just like, Listen, over a generation. Cameron has already got that all covered. He's figured it out for <laughs> us, all right? Listen, we had one man and he had some major underarm pit flap going. And then we bred that. So yeah. now he has wings. Like a oh, bat. Oh, <laughs> like a bat. We found so, a man and a woman, both with some serious bingo wing, and we said, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> we, we're going to make them flap their wings. We're going to make them jump off the Eiffel Tower like that. <laughs> the first guy who made a parachute, and then hopefully it won't go as poorly. Probably not. But anyway, you know what I hope won't go poorly? Your next segment. Well, well, this is an in the news for my first Ooh. segment, and this one comes to us from ABC News. An actual news source for this first one. Don't say an actual. We do sometimes have actual news sources. It's not just like. (laughs) It's pretty much just the takeout. Come on. (laughs) This article is entitled Plane Forced to Return to JFK Airport After Horse on Board Gets Loose. (laughs) (laughs) The horse is loose. The horse is loose on the plane. They didn't strap it down in in a first class seat, they didn't offer it a cookie. Maybe, yeah, maybe he got fed up with the being shoved in the lower legroom section and was like, that's it. I'm going, I'm a horse. I don't need to deal with this. <laughs> how do you even, how, oh, just how do you, this, because it's on a, com, I presume this is a commercial flight. 
Do they just what? have why, a wait, big wait, wait, wait. Why pet carrier? There's no way this is on a commercial flight. Why would this be on a commercial because flight? Because they could, people bring their parakeets. I don't know. Well, you <laughs> can't. Dogs. You can't be serious. <laughs> they can put it in the hold. That's why I was asking the second joke question if they had a big pet carrier. <laughs> <laughs> Wheeling it through the airport. Like, yeah, he's going to go underneath. He might get a little cold, but he'll be all right. Why does it even have the top handle? It's not like you could grip it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that for? It's for a giant. But okay, let's. So this is a, presumably a private. It's a uh, cargo plane. plane. A 747 a cargo, cargo plane. plane headed to Belgium from New York was forced to of return course. to JFK International Airport after a horse escaped from its stall, according to the air traffic control audio. They're going straight to the first-hand account on this, the, the traffic control audio. I love it. <laughs> uh, can we get the audio? No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh, God! We got to turn the back on, like, right now, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did the pilot just say, dude? He's, he must be really... He's a horse man. He's really distressed. <laughs> According to the audio clip, which was obtained by You Can See ATC via live ATC, I guess they just monitor air traffic control. That's pretty wild. Oh, of course. The yeah. horse got loose within 30 minutes of takeoff. Now, that <laughs> is negligent strapping down of that the horse. Is, 30 minutes. Say, or a very confident horse. Where they're just ready to grumble. <laughs> the cor- the horse didn't out. time its escape being like, okay, as soon as we're midway over the Atlantic, no, I'm going to bust <laughs> through this bitch. <laughs> they're not Danny Ocean. <laughs> they're, not, they're, not, they're not getting seven other horses or whatever. To, you guys want <laughs> to see how you out. get a private plane? Check this shit out. <laughs> you know how much I'm worth? I could. I think I could sell myself to, I think so. to get a plane. Is that how it works? I don't understand money. I'm a horse. The Boeing 747 was barely at 31,000 feet when the pilot told air traffic control that a horse had escaped from its stall and they needed to return to JFK on Thursday, according to Flight Radar 24. In the air traffic control audio, the pilot is heard saying, quote, uh, we got a cargo plane with a live animal, a horse on board. The horse managed to escape its stall. There's uh, no issue with flying, but uh, we need to go back to New York because uh, we can't uh, resecure the horse. <laughs> I like the the very characteristic. Uh, uh, wow, you see that the horse is loose. Uh, one of the stewardesses has tried to uh, mount the horse and trying to ride it through. We uh, uh, have turned on the fasten seatbelt sign for you back there. A uh, little choppiness. Uh, <laughs> you imagine there's turbulence in the horse. Like what the fuck? <laughs> imagine being a horse on a plane. Could you just imagine being a horse on a plane? That's the most no, confusing situation. You go into a, uh, what you think is a house. And right. You go, yeah, I've been in like this warehouses is like, you're like, like this. Okay, it's pretty long, but I can deal with this. And it starts moving, and you go like, well, okay, I've been in trailers. That's right. This is, this is fine. just a big trailer. And then it starts going like diagonal up, and they're like, hold up, <laughs> <laughs> now wait just a horsey second. <laughs> a horsey second. Well, no, I gotta no. look at my little horsey clock and see how many horsey <laughs> seconds it's been. Oh, it's been exactly thirty minutes. Horsey minutes, that is. Um, so the flight was forced to make a U-turn off the coast of Boston and dump about 20 tons of fuel over the Atlantic, 10 miles west of Martha's Vineyard, due to the flight's weight, according to the audio. I read something about this. Basically, when they take off, they fill it with enough fuel to make it over the Atlantic. And if they have to abort and land sooner, the plane is too heavy. So they can't come back down with that amount of, with that amount of fuel. So they ejected over the ocean and it sort of, it kind of like dissipates, like it aerosolizes and then like kind of. It doesn't like hit the ocean and become like sludge. Oh, it basically yeah, it goes just into goes the air. right into the ozone. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's, it. I mean, it's 
Listen, you want to have a beef? <laughs> take it up with the fucking horse, all right? It no, keep I want it horse cool. meat. Let's kill this horse and eat it. Amid the oh. fuel dump, the pilot requested a veterinarian be tre- present at JFK when the plane arrived. Once landed, the ATC asked if the flight required assistance on the ground. Uh, and the, pl- <laughs> the pilot said, on the ground, negative. On the ramp, yes, so we have a horse problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Coming to a theater near you. Horses on a plane. I'm sick of these gosh damn gall- galloping horses on this gosh damn galloping plane. The flight was able to take off a short time later and successfully arrived at Liege Airport on Liege Airport on flyer Friday morning, according to Flight Radar 24. So all disaster was averted. Horse got to Belgium. We're fine, everybody. We're fine. We're fine. But also, I mean, could you imagine if the pilot was like, uh, either we can make it. <laughs> Just like kept going. That would be a rough trip. This is, he turns to the co-pilot and he's like, this is why you're here. I'll keep flying. You got it. Listen, you're the co-pilot. Go deal with the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Go deal with the horse. What do you think you're here for? Listen. And then he comes back and he's like, he's just horsing around. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You think you're really funny. I do. <laughs> I'm the Kramer. <laughs> I'm the Kramer this time. But is is that all the in the news you got? That's the end me. of the in the news. Uh, happy to know that the horse is okay, the pilot is okay. It's a real, it's a real sully story. A horse got caught in the turbine, and it's time that, to that land is it not on the <laughs> If that happened, that would be a much more interesting story. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be wild. That would be wild. But you well, know I what? hope you're not. We can yeah. hoof it to your next segment. There it is. There you go. Here's the thing, though. In the news, we're not done with it. We got right. more in the news. I got some quick stories for you that all made me laugh. Um, at least the headlines made me laugh. And they these have like short stories associated with them. Um, right. But this is from CNN. Uh, this is from February 1st, 2018. Uh, in, a, a, uh, in Massachusetts, this I'm going to say this takes place in Massachusetts. Pizza shop workers take down armed robber only to find out it's their former boss. No, incredible. <laughs> yes, the heist of the century. A former pizza shop employee in Massachusetts is accused of trying to rob his old workplace. <laughs> this sounds like it was done by a guy who they took off the mask and he's like, and I never got caught. Old name Withers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you couldn't even tell who I was with my mask in my my sunglasses. No, we could tell. You no, we got could a tell. big hunch. <laughs> like, you're, you you're kept, very visible. Listen, the whole time you worked here, you referred to yourself as the pizza goblin. We pretty much knew, <laughs> all right? I, they do they do have a picture of this guy he is just wearing like a, a baklava, uh, baklava he's um, wearing baklava, baklava all over his head <laughs> and, and glasses so he just kind of looks like a man but here's i'm gonna ask you a quick question if i wore a mask and sunglasses completely blocked out my face do you think you could tell me apart just by my body shape not by body shape, but the minute you open that mouth, I've got oh, you dead to rights. Because <laughs> I'm just, it would, I would be trying to do a character and I would yeah. go, it's me, the burglar. <laughs> and you say, it's me. And I was like, it's I me. knew it. It's Will. <laughs> he always has to say it's me whenever he does an impression. Or you but, go, yeah, give me the money, see? Yeah, yeah I, was, like, I do okay, a mafia. <laughs> uh, police say a man wearing a mask and carrying what turned out to be a fake gun. Walked into Northeast Pizza and Bar on Tuesday, according to CNN affi- uh, affiliate WCVB. 
Surveillance video shows the man climbing over the counter and forcing one of the workers to help him open the register. I can't, I can't open this. Can I get some? Hey, can I get yeah. some help? Over? Look, so hey, what's Dave, the customer like, service around here? Can I get some help over here? He's calling people by their first name, like, hey, or like nicknames. Hey, Bucky. Bucky, come in. <laughs> like, open this up for me. He knew that you had to whack it like the fonts. And so that's how he got in. <laughs> you have to hit it on the side. Really get that. Employees wrestled him to the floor and held him there until police arrived. Very wow, brave good employees. for them. Yeah. Quote, I was just frozen in my tracks. I didn't have the time to think about a plan or anything like that, so I just reacted. Pizza shop worker Tre- <laughs> Trevor Colsa. I had uh, no time to think, and Costello. so I just I just embodied Mike Tyson, and I punched <laughs> him straight in the face. I don't. I just kept on punching him, unlike Mike Tyson, who <laughs> usually only gets him in one punch. Uh, I learned that I fight or flight. I learned that I was fight. I had no idea. Real big fight. I'm very proud <laughs> I'm of myself. Big on fight. When the police arrived and took off the intruder's mask, employees recognized the would-be robber as the former manager who was the, who was fired last summer. According wow, to how do you? So literally, it was a Scooby-Doo moment where they but were like, "Old man, I'm withers. amazed. I'm amazed that they held him down, pinned to the floor, but they didn't. They didn't remove the mask in that moment. They waited mm. for the police to arrive and come and like do. They have to do right. the Poirot yeah, they had to be the yeah. last moment. Yeah. Uh, the suspect reportedly told police the robber is meant to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> It's a prank, dude. Oh, it's my new new David Blaine stand-up bit. It's called Rob. And it's (laughs) where I go into shops. I did this this for my daughter. (laughs) Is this an improv everywhere bit? I didn't know they were doing armed robbery. Listen, it's, uh, I'm Banksy. This is is Banksy now. (laughs) (laughs) But also they do the most, like, local news uh, stinger to end this. But police and his former colleagues are not laughing. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so he's facing charges, but uh, that was <laughs> that was one of them. Uh, I got one or two more. We'll see how uh, how we feel about it. But uh, this, okay, I'm just gonna kind of say the uh, the title of this: uh, A 104 year old woman dies before Guinness can confirm her record as oldest skydiver. No, yes. Guinness. <laughs> Listen, Guinness. No, Guinness. The, the the minute you hear oldest blank, you gotta rush. There needs to be you an emergency hotline so that you can get there before anything ha- tragic happens. I'm gonna send you a picture of of Dorothy Hoffner. Of course, um, her name's Dorothy. Th- Why wouldn't is, it be? <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna get sucked in a hurricane with my dog Toto. I I want her to be my grandma. She fucking rocks. Oh my god, she rules. <laughs> she Look rules at her. So she's much. got a zest for life. She's got two thumbs up. She's got the old lady fleece on. Oh, no. I guess that's just like the... It looks like an old lady fleece, but I think it's just the... uh, She's great. She's doing great. But she died a little more than a week after she potentially broke the record for the oldest skydiver. I mean, can't they they do that that posthumously? Like, yeah, Yeah. can't they they just like... I mean, there's a photo of it, and presumably there are witnesses. Can't they give it to her? Yeah, that's that's where... Does Guinness need need to like have a rep on site to do this? It seems a little ridiculous. They, I don't know why okay. they didn't. I, I don't know what they would. Why they're like, well, she can't get it now. When it's like she wasn't. Was she gonna get it before? You didn't seem to like accept it. So maybe she would have to do another I skydive. I don't understand the process <laughs> for it. Listen, Will. At this point, we can't make her do another skydive. All right, Dorothy. It says the that they're working to confirm if they broke. Okay. The, if she All right. Good. So I guess they're working on it. 
But that is, I'm going to leave us with one last article. <laughs> well, they're like, all right, so the funeral service is on Tuesday. You guys got anything going on Monday? Could you do hey, another can, one? Yeah. <laughs> can you guys, um, can you actually fast track this Guinness thing? We got a whole plaque that we're going to put on the grave, and it'll yeah. be really tacky. It's going to be really She doesn't tough. actually get it. Uh, this no, one, Dorothy, I saw. R.I.P. Dorothy. She looks like like a fantastic lady. Yeah, Dorothy's a real MVP. She, you know what? We don't normally do this. Hero of the podcast for this week, Dorothy. That's right. Dorothy, hero of the podcast. Uh, but this, <laughs> this, this is uh, one of those articles that almost has multiple layers of like, wait, what? Wait, okay, huh? Huh? Oh, oh. why did they do that? Um, and it it made me. <laughs> it's just so wild. Uh, this is from AP News. Four men charged in theft of satirical golden toilet titled America at Winston Churchill's birthplace. Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I okay. told you. I warned you. Let me, let me decipher this. There was a yeah. golden toilet that someone yes. had called America. Yes. The name of the toilet was America. It was at Winston yep. Churchill's birthplace and some guys. But it wasn't Took real. It. It, was a, it was a comedy bit. No, it's a real golden toilet. Satir- okay, but it's it's a satirical toilet, but it's a real toilet. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it, it is titled uh, America. So <laughs> golden <laughs> that's, toilet. That's Got the it. bit okay. of it. Um, and this is from November 6, twenty three. So very recently, uh, four men were charged Monday over the theft of an eighteen carat gold toilet in Blenheim Palace, the sprawling English country manor where British wartime leader Winston Churchill was born. The toilet valued at, and now I'm going to ask you, Theo, what do you think this toilet is valued at? Is it golden or is it solid gold? Is it gold plated or is it solid gold? It is, for for what I know, it is solid gold. Solid gold toilet valued at 18 karat gold, $45,000. No way higher than that. $245,000. It is valued at 4.8 million pounds. Oh my god! Okay, which is right. in, in U.S. currency that is 5.95 million. That's way uh, more. Was an artwork titled "America" and intended as a pointed satire uh, about see, excessive wealth? Because by, it's an artwork. It's got that artwork yeah. inflation price. Oh, that's right. It's artwork, and therefore, uh, what do they say? Oh, money laundering. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh. Uh, it was b- done by an Italian conceptual artist, Maurizio Catalan, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back that I did that in one take because <laughs> I saw that. And there's so many eyes. Um, it was part of an art installation at Blenheim Palace near the city of Oxford a few days before it vanished overnight <gasps> in September 2019. The Crown Prosecution Service, which is a it, crazy <laughs> crown <laughs> prosecution service is its own like imdb or like its own wikipedia article um said monday it had authorized criminal charges against four men ages 39 to, or 35 to 39 which i'm gonna say is probably one of the sh- like shortest <laughs> age ranges i've ever seen yeah for, that's pretty pretty what, specific it's tight net we're looking for men in their exactly mid to late 30s. <laughs> because no one else would give a shit about this piece of art. It's very specific. That is, <laughs> who would want money, that much gold, but also know the history of Winston Churchill? Only also men in like, their 30s. Like, when you steal that, yeah. what's, what's, your, what's the plan? What's the next step? I don't think you can melt. Can you melt it down? I, don't, I wouldn't feel. Who's buying it from you? 
Oh, Who, there, who's buying that much gold? <laughs> if you're yeah. stealing a golden toilet, there's no way you've got a contact that's ready to unload $4.8 million worth of gold off your hands. It's not happening. Theo, I'm going to I'm gonna add on to that point by saying they did get caught. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> they think they're the smartest caught. person they're in the world. They're not the smartest people in the world. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're accused of burglary and conspiracy to transfer criminal property. Which is interesting. Uh, one of those like weird loop or like trying to get middlemen. I feel like there's not a lot of laws for middlemen. Uh, seven people have been arrested over the heist, but no charges have been brought until Monday, four years after the toilet was stolen. The artwork has never been found. The this is this is the part that made me go. This is content because this is the wildest thing I've ever. <laughs> okay, heard in my here life. we go. Here's the twist. The golden toilet was fully functioning. And prior to the theft, visitors to the ex- exhibition could book a three-minute appointment to use it. <laughs> yes. yes, this is art. This is art. You changed my mind completely. I'm on board with the golden toilet. This is America. Shit, Come on. <laughs> I, I do love the British like punctuality of like exactly three minutes. You shall navigate and, and wipe. And then we'll give it to the next person. When you're on deck, we hand you a cup of espresso, and you must finish it tooth sweet, and then you have your business. <laughs> oh, oh it's, it's the best fact about it. Police said that because the toilet had been connected to the palace's plumbing system, its removal caused, quote, significant damage and flooding to the 18th century building, <laughs> <laughs> which is filled with valuable art and furniture and, and draws thousands of people, uh, visitors for, per year. But I do love that there is some security guard that had a cartoon moment where they're like, like "Wait, all right, checking this artwork. All right, gonna look into the loo." Oh, and there's just like w- that spout of water <laughs> coming out of a pipe, and he's like, "Uh oh." Can you imagine the, goo- the, the night at night at the museum seven, and the toilet comes alive, and it's like, "Oh God, why?" It's like play, just, pay, playhouse. Just, it's like just take me out of the museum. The just take me out of here. At least I'm rich. Like I think that's how they would characterize it as like he deserves all the shit that he. Gets. He's, he's a certified freak. That he's like, oh, I yeah. love it. Oh, oh, yes. Anybody else? Oh. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was. Uh, Originally uh, in the Guggenheim Museum in New York, um, and the, the museum said that the artwork invited viewers to quote make use of the fixture individually and privately to experience unprecedented intimacy with a work of art. <laughs> that's art, baby. Absolutely, because <laughs> that. I feel like there, that's another version of the same piece is like, oh, but you can't touch it. But this Italian was like, oh, but you have to a shit. <laughs> you have to. It's the whole point. It's the whole point. You, you have, have a carbonara and then you have to use it. <laughs> the, the, the Thames Valley police uh, suggests that it would be challenge, a challenge to recover the toilet. Will we ever <laughs> see the toilet again? Personally, I wonder if it's in the shape of a toilet, to be perfectly honest. Police and Crime Commissioner <laughs> Matthew Barber told this BBC, If you have the large amount of gold, I think it seems likely that someone has already managed to dispose of it one way or another. And I gotta I say, just, he used the word dispose the... so happily, yeah, probably. very good, very good. I just imagine this as like the whole, the most incompetent police officer where they're looking at the guys taking it away down the street and they're like, well... 
nothing we can do about it at this point, all right? <laughs> you know, it's already gone. It's probably not even a toilet anymore. <laughs> It's another cartoon moment would be there's somebody still on the toilet like, well, I booked my three minutes though. Like, I'm gonna make minutes. use of it. They're just lifting him with the toilet. <laughs> oh, but that <laughs> that made me laugh. So I, I wanted to present it to you all. But hopefully, your next segment is also gonna make us laugh. Well, we're sticking with pizza news, actually. Pizza news. We're going over to the takeout.com. Usually this is the first segment, but today mm-hmm. it's long enough to warrant its own separate second segment. Interesting. Now, I'm Will, are interested. you are you um, aware of this marketing ongoing promotion that Domino's has been doing where you order pizza from them and then they advertise a free emergency pizza? It's basically their gimmick. Free break glass <laughs> in case of be- in case. And actually, my my partner and I and I have taken advantage of this. We ordered Domino's two weeks ago, and then uh-huh. we got sick. And that night, we were like, "Well, we don't feel like cooking again. Let's get the emergency pizza. We're sick." Yeah. And so we called in the emergency pizza. Pretty good deal if you like Domino's, which so occasionally a- we do. Is it just basically like you get one free pizza per address? So it's it? basically like with it, it's not like an entirely free pizza. It's like it's like with an order you can add another pizza on for free. So oh, you order okay. it's like if you order a pizza you can just get a second one for free. Interesting. Right. So they're obviously like just trying to business. they're just trying to they're trying to get you to 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 order is basically it. And it should go to it should go to show that Domino's pizzas are so cheap to produce that they can literally be giving these guys away and not be losing for free money. <laughs> i'm like that's bad i think of any other product where they give it to you a second thing of it for free that isn't like i guess they do have buy one get one free but it's also like this is a right. pizza like it's, it's this not, is a pizza. No, there's not a lot of food commodities that do that right so the article here is actually oh it's not coming from the takeout it's coming from sister site Kotaku this is where I found it oh from so, Kotaku I know. the gaming site okay interesting the gaming site so this article is entitled chaos at Domino's after free pizza glitch goes viral wait whoa whoa hold yeah. on we got some technology in here that's this right is our forte all right. So, article starts, an ongoing Domino's free pizza promo turned into chaos as people walked out of stores with multiple pizzas that didn't cost them anything due to an exploitable glitch that got spread around on social media. Mm. At least one manager amid the free pizza chaos reportedly texted a Domino's store employee, quote, don't make any free pizzas, cancel them. As soon as one pops up on the screen, check if it's free emergency pizza. If it is, cancel it ASAP. We gotta batten down the hatches. This <laughs> is gotta, a storm of the century here. If we don't, they're coming in start- fast and loose, and we gotta get them out of here. Oh, then if we give away free pizzas, then our profits will only be in the trillions. <laughs> oh, what are we gonna do then? <laughs> but sir, we've. But sir, we need to get rid of these. As soon as we get rid of them all, we're all free. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, sir. We need to get rid of these because after a while, they just go. Ugh. <laughs> because they're all cardboard yeah <laughs> i say this with love i actually like dominoes don't hate me. i have not had dominoes in a long time i prefer to either just get a box from the fucking grocery store because it's cheaper but whatever it's it's the best of the crappy pizza options is, my, is basically That's, my stance i i also find like a weird uh like greek pizzeria and because they got some good they got some good pizzas anyway 
Anyways, so in early October, October, Domino's Pizza launched a new promo called the Emergency Pizza Program. Folks who ordered a qualifying pizza from the company would receive a code that could be used for one free medium pizza at a later date. Mm. A, A backup emergency pizza, if you will. The promo, like most other fast food promotional events, went under the radar for most folks and was working fine until this week. That's when things went wrong. While nothing yet has been confirmed, it appears that people were able to figure out, or somehow someone accidentally shared, emergency pizza codes that could be used over and over again by the same customer. This obviously isn't mm-hmm. how the program is intended to work. These codes quickly began spreading online, with uh, even popular deals tweeter Wario64 posting about them on November 9th, oh which is hilarious because <laughs> Wario64 posts like about video game deals. Yeah, this and is he's like, <laughs> he's like, you gotta get in here. That's so... <laughs> That okay, so so I I have not used this deal, so I'm just trying to like backwards figure it out. So you get a code that you like you, that when you, you buy, yeah. When you place an order and you pay yeah. full price, yeah. they hand you a code that says when you order later, put, you can yeah, get a, in, you can get, get one free, free medium pizza. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. And so they found what I can only assume is like a master code or like a something a, like this, something or, in that doesn't have the like only use once. Yeah, on the back end, this, this code made it so that you could just apply it infinite times. This is poorly written code. Terrible code. <laughs> Something, I, yeah. Because I was like going through my, I was trying to backwards figure out like, oh, maybe they had like HTTP, HTTP requests that like were doubling up or something. Like I was trying to figure out what the yeah, bug was Yeah, but on the back end, they this should, is the stupidest they, thing. <laughs> they should check to see if you have more than one free item in your cart and basically say you can't do that. Like, yeah, there, there's yeah. a lot of different mm-hmm. ways that you could figure that out this very simple problem, and they did none of them. <laughs> Even the managers, I mean, the manager probably did right by being like, yeah, don't don't give them any pizzas. <laughs> like, because you could just go, no, <laughs> like, when they get there. Tracking down precisely when things went bad so bad is tricky, but based on posts found on the unofficial Domino's subreddit, where employees often share stories and commiserate, mm-hmm. it appears the <laughs> p- free pizza storm began uh, on or around November 9th. Once the free pizza codes were shared on TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook, the floodgates opened and stores were reportedly inundating with people trying to order 10, 20, or even 30 pizzas at a time. Videos show some stores with long lines filled with customers trying to get free pizza. Quote, 58 pizzas and all are carry out and some are the same person, explained one employee on Reddit. Like one guy had 10 pizzas and another guy had eight pizzas. Damn, those people took advantage of the system. But hey, one of the free bastards gave me a $20 tip, so I guess it's worth it somewhat. Yeah. Another another poster. (laughs) Another poster. My store ended up selling 170 medium pizzas in an hour and a half. Which is wild. That's Can you imagine insane. turning out 170 pizzas in 90 minutes? Constantly. Two pizzas, just, two pizzas a minute. Yeah, you're just Every 30 seconds, you're, flip, that's a done pizza, done pizza. Somebody's flipping so many and they're just like, oh, a pizza pie, a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Another quote. One guy alone placed 24 orders over the next five or so days this, for these free pizzas. Okay, over five days, I could understand. Getting like 50 in one day, you're just a troll. Wait, like, hold on. Yeah. Will, you can understand 24 pizzas and five. Imagine. That's a on, lot. I mean, imagine, I'm not going to defend them. <laughs> imagine today I showed up at your door with five Domino's pizzas and I said, Merry five days of Christmas. I'm coming back five days in a row and handing you these five pizzas again. The lo- I mean, it, we're we're not talking about if these people are are conniving assholes. <laughs> they are. But it's more of the, the level of waste 
Because at least they're spacing it out and you could maybe eat a few of the pizzas. You ain't eating 50 pizzas. You eat one of those and then you go, ha ha, and then you throw away 49 pizzas. Like, yes. you, you're just wasting everybody's time. Well, to be fair, the Domino's pizzas, I'm pretty sure are like the SpongeBob episode where it's the sludge that they spray paint to look like a Krabby <laughs> Patty. I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing. Oh, wow. You For somebody who likes Domino's, you're... Hey, <laughs> I'm allowed to because I love them, all right? Okay, this... <laughs> Quickly, stores were overloaded with free pizza orders as people abused the system and the glitch codes began uh, being shared online. While some greedy pizza lovers were trying to walk out of Domino's with a dozen pizzas or more, others were going to a, going a different route and using broken codes to schedule multiple free pizzas deliveries for weeks. Oh my God. Uh, quote, I looked in the system last night, like a hundred timed orders stretching out weeks for free pizza, posted one supposed Domino's staff member. Once I saw all the duplicates on the line today, I looked up the order history, then searched online and had to step off the call to the district manager. Uh, eventually, during the worst of the free pizza apocalypse, things got so bad that managers reportedly began panic messaging employees at local stores around the country, telling them to stop making free pizzas and to cancel those orders immediately. Some employees, fed up with angry customers coming in and yelling about their free pizzas not being ready, <laughs> posted how happy they were to cancel all these glitched orders. Yeah, hey, if you manage yeah. to break the system, be happy if you get away with it and be neutral well, if they catch you. Be like, yeah, well, this is not yep. Don't be a Karen about it. You can't. The, you're the not entitled. You're not entitled. You're not the entitled. Entitlement, though, <laughs> that is base Where's level in these my people. Free pizza. Because this is the type of the, similar to the gold toilet guys, like you being like, "What's the plan?" There was no plan. <laughs> like for these people, the plan is I'm going to be an asshole because they are assholes, and then yes. they come to the store being assholes. This is some Ugh. shit that I would do in D&D if I was playing a half-orc, all right? Like, just, is, just yeah. chill the fuck out. <laughs> this is funny in... This is funny to hear about, but, like, yes. I know as to somebody it, who worked as in a fast food, service, yeah. sucked. That would suck. That's terrible. Other employees claim that their stores actually honored the deal. Throughout it all, it seemed Domino's corporate higher-ups didn't have much support or guidance to provide overworked and frustrated employees. Of course not. Um... One employee told me via Reddit DMs that even at their smallest, smaller store, they were swamped with free orders leading to cancellations. Quote, anytime an order would come in, we would have to call the customer and let them know we couldn't do their order, a Domino's employee explained. I think most people knew they shouldn't have exploded the code, so I personally had nobody too upset about their order being canceled. That's the correct response. Yeah, that's, like you said, that's be neutral correct. about it at least. You get a call about it and you're like, okay. As for whether corporate got involved to help, I was told that they likely only talked to district managers who then spread the news around to others. However, the employee I spoke with made it clear that during the free pizza debacle, staff received no explanation from higher-ups. Instead, employees shared information via subreddit and group chats. Uh, like any healthy workforce. Very good. Yeah, this is... <laughs> managers are useless. The employees do everything and the products keep going because people like dominoes i guess one manager even reportedly pinged an employee asking them for updates on the situation from that subreddit as they knew the staff member was active on the site so they couldn't oh my the manager God. couldn't even be bothered to type www.reddit.com yeah. slash r dominoes like they couldn't even be bothered to do this too much work why would you <laughs> too many w's w w w <laughs> 
Uh, other posts claimed corporate did contact contact some bigger stores, asked places to cancel orders, and promised to pay back the owners for all the free pizzas. But that wasn't the case everywhere, leading to confusion. Today, after the Parmesan dust has settled, staff seem confused as to why Domino's even ran the promo like this and why the company yeah. didn't do more when it became clear that a glitch was causing people to walk away with stacks of free pizza pies. For instance, just disable the codes altogether. Is yeah, exactly. one idea off the top of my head. Presumably, okay, any software job that you have, yeah. if you're running a backend, somebody is on call and somebody should have fixed this. This is preventable. Now, here's the thing, Theo. Let's do a little, a little thought exercise between the two of us. We've been in the, the job market, in the computer science world, in the programming world. Mm-hmm. Where would you say being a Domino's corporate programmer would rank on the like how good you really are at programming because i'm gonna say i don't think think it's it's necessarily how good you are i think that if it is past 5 p.m you see that incoming call and you say absolutely fucking not yeah (laughs) you were on call in name only you do not give a shit wow yeah i think that might actually be true <laughs> so we're like they saw the call and they said uh, no no it's not not today i'm actually yeah. uh not doing that today in fact i think i'll take advantage of this free pizza order while i'm at it <laughs> start they gave out the code they're wario 64 actually <laughs> final quote domino's is an awful company that is bad at basically everything posted one employee <laughs> when asked why his promo even happened they don't know how to increase business because they don't understand what the problems are and we'll that's, leave it at that. That's so, oh, that's nail on head. Per, like, yes, probably. <laughs> Corporation is bad at everything. But it's it's the pizza business. I guess they did, they're like, listen, we did the Noid. What else do you want from <laughs> what, us? What else do you cretins want? <laughs> <laughs> we give you pizza and the Noid, and you said no to the Noid. We brought the Noid back. It's gone again. And so we just got pizza. What do you want on the pizza? We Listen, can make we keep, you. We keep actively making our pizza worse and you keep buying it. So, okay. you know, we don't respect you as a customer base. They probably have a boardroom where there's like one guy who raises his hand and it's like, okay, let's see what Dave wants. Yeah. And he's like, I think we should like put designs on the pizza. And they're like, Dave, that Dave. is a good idea. And he's like, I think we should do ones for cryptids. And you're just they're like, <laughs> a little bit worse. I don't a know if we'll that. I think we should do a Bigfoot one. And I think it should have hair on the pizza. <laughs> okay, that one's bad. Right, yeah, it should smell bad. like feet, big feet. <laughs> okay, get Dave out of here, actually. Now, Larry, you got anything? Yeah, we're doing Peach Ranch. Peach Mango Ranch. <laughs> yeah, ship it, baby. Let's do it. Oh, Larry where hits did we a get home him? run again. Oh, he's on loan from Heinz. <laughs> we got him here. He's a ketchup Larry, guy. They call him Home Run Larry. He only hits one shot, but it's a home run every <laughs> Just time. To make it mango. <laughs> the, if you were to list any fruit to put on a pizza, I think people would hate more than pineapple. It might be mango. Might be mango. Yeah, it's not great. It might, or it could be avocado, but they put it on before they put it in the oven. Blah, blah, yeah, that's. Hot, I mean, even thinking about mushy, that is terrible. Blah. Yeah, terrible. Um, <laughs> well, I hope your next segment doesn't have any weird toppings on it. Oh, that's a bad segue, actually, because we're getting right into Amazon erotica. Oh, and so it's, <laughs> it is very much. I hope there aren't any messy tops. Um, so this is a segment in which I go to the best sellers of Amazon's erotica page, and I find the weirdest ones I could find. And boy, they ne- it never. 
<laughs> I never run out because never run out. It's infinite well. Now this is <laughs> this is one of my favorite. Uh, they have like titles of the trilogies, you know, or like the the book series titles, um, like how Game of Thrones is really a, a, a Ice and Fire, Song of Ice and Fire. Right. You have the um, the, the series name and the book name. Yeah. So this is the Dirty Broken Savages series. Um, well, that's by, not a great start. By Eva Ashwood. Um, and the first book is called Kings of Chaos. And I, oh, I gotta love when they- Kings see. of Chaos, my penis is everywhere, baby. <laughs> ah, chaos reigns, and so does my piss everywhere. There we go, I'm just naked. In Chaos Kingdom, there are no pants. There's only thongs. This is, um, I'm surprised that this is not the opening to a metal song. I was a good girl once. But now I dance with the devil. (laughs) Some people wear their heart on their sleeve. I wear vengeance like a suit of armor. I got a list of six names on it. Six people who wronged me, who hurt me, who took everything from me. Six people turned me into a monster I am now. And I've crossed off every name but one. (laughs) And I take no responsibility for becoming a monster. Listen, (laughs) I'm absolved of all responsibility. Somebody, some might call me a narcissist. Some might call me a malignant narcissist. (laughs) Others call me really horny. (laughs) (laughs) That is also true. Uh, One more name, one more death. Should be simple, right? Yeah, you'd think so. But it turns out revenge is a messy business. And when I end up in the wrong place at the wrong time, I royally piss off four brutal, twisted gorgeous man <laughs> there's always a little almost at the end of the sentence and then they're like i'm walking straight Hottie. i'm walking left <laughs> <laughs> okay these names are so, are from i'm i would be surprised if I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went to some forum of like best fictional hot guy names because these are fucking but then they went to the obscure section um gauge which is gauge. probably like number one here's a weird one priest that's the name of a profession. <laughs> nice. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Hi, my name is Cobbler. Uh, Ash and Knox. Lucky for me, the, the last name on my list is someone they've got their own grudge against. So instead of killing me, they offer me a deal. They'll give me a chance to exact my revenge. In exchange, they, all they want is me. Huh? I, I'm not stupid. I've played this game before. <laughs> In what context? <laughs> Uh, even though they've agreed to help me, I know they want to punish me too. They want to toy with me to let their demons loose on me. Is that what people are calling their come now? That's what, that's what the kids, that's what Gen, Gen Z is all about, yeah. Mm. But maybe these kings of chaos have let, will let my pretty face fool them. Because I'm just as vicious as they are, and I've got <laughs> demons of my own. <laughs> my my brain just did the autocomplete thing, where I thought you were going to say, and i got demons in my ass. <laughs> Up there. Oh. When I shit, they come out a little bit. When I fart, that's the ghost, actually. <laughs> that's the demon. Also, I'm going to say, this is hard to, like, it is literally, like, single lines. Every sentence is on its own line. It's one of those. Okay. And this also has a, a warning that I don't think I've ever seen in these little summaries. Um, one, they say it's a heart-pounding second installment, which the second book is Queen of Anarchy. Okay. Note, the blurb below contains spoilers for the first book. Uh-oh, so watch out. 
I'd highly recommend not reading it until you've uh, finished reading book one, Kings of Chaos. You've been warned. That's the first time. Normally, they just throw you in and you go, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and you're on? like entirely disoriented and you're like, wait a minute. Are any of these characters from the last book? Yeah. I, is I, this I, a shared I, universe? <laughs> I've said that multiple times. So I'm like, these are different names. This one has another great opener. I was a good girl once, but bad bitches get it shit done. Oh, okay. All right. Gonna put that on a poster on my. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get that tattoo power. on me. My list is finished. Every name has been crossed off. I sh- spoilers. I guess that's the spoilers that she kills the last guy. Uh, uh, I should be sipping cocktails on a beach somewhere, breathing easy for the first time in years. Is that how being a murder suspect goes? Yeah. Is you just go, ah, I'm done. <laughs> Let me go under the beach. Nobody's following me. Well, you see, that she got away with the golden toilet and there's nothing we can do, so... Uh, same see, cops. For some reason, we're on cops. toilet duty and murder duty. And murder, so oh. we're preoccupied with, you know, Shucks. something else. Uh, uh, but I'm not. Because that asshole Ivan St. James refuses refused to stay at the bottom of the river where Knox put him. Because someone dragged his body up from the depths and laid it out as a very public, very gruesome warning. Because I swear it was Hannah's eyes I saw behind that mask. Spoilers. Spoilers. Nothing makes sense anymore. And if I thought I might find <laughs> well, some you're peace. You're right on that count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, peace in knowing that the man who hurt us is dead. I was wrong. The game isn't over yet. The original deal I struck with the Kings of Chaos is null and void. And dis- Wait, what? <laughs> so, cross it <laughs> off. Rip it up. It's he's still. They brought the corpse up. They know about the corpse. We gotta get her back. We gotta get it. And despite my plan to walk away from them uh, when this was all done, there's no way I can do that now. Our fates are entwined, at least until we sort out this mess. Honestly, I don't know how to feel about this, because as much as I refuse to let my walls down for everyone, I'm starting to think these four brutal, dangerous men might be the only ones I can trust. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) Each one of these is like... Murder, 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 murder. Sex? Sexy? Yeah, that's, that's the, always the craziest part is it's like, my tale of revenge. And also, who are these hotties? Who are these, these hotties? Are some yes, gruesome please. hotties. <laughs> this also has, um, they have like italics things at the bottom of every one of these that I rarely read. But this one does say that it features a slightly psycho heroine and four oh. even more psychotic men. That, what's, Okay. That's your protagonist is a crazy person. Uh, Book three, Reign of Wrath. I was a good girl once, but now they've unleashed the devil in me. Wait, but I thought it was bad bitches get stuff done. Wait, hold on. No, not anymore. I need help from a man. (laughs) This is good feminism. Uh, My sister is gone. I held her in my arms while she took her last breath. And now I don't feel like I can breathe. Oh. Oh, oh, don't, if you stop breathing, I'm going to stop breathing, and it's it's going to be a whole mess, man. Once, I had a list with six names on it. Now there's only one name that whispers through my mind like a siren call to my demons. Julian fucking Maduro. Oh my god, that's quite the name. He took her away from me, so I'm going to take everything from him. With the Kings of Chaos by my side, my boys, my Pokemon oh, team. Oh, deep. New contract, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Squad. <laughs> ring, ring. Boys, I got another person to murder, and they're just like, absolutely. Hell, yes. Is it Julian fucking Maduro? <laughs> I have been waiting for you to call. <laughs> uh, I'm going to dismantle his life piece by piece. 
He's powerful, but will be stronger. He's vicious, but will be more cruel. He's cunning, but will be more devious. And when all of this is over, he'll be dead and will be dancing on his ashes. (laughs) Okay, whatever whatever you want to do with your life. Having a great time. You could be Uh, sitting on a beach. You said it yourself. On the okay, the the last one is Empire of Ruin. Ruin, sorry, and uh, I will say that the uh, covers of all of these have had. I'm gonna say pretty consistent that it's like a platinum blonde haired woman. Um, this time she has like a, a cross on her chest. I don't understand that iconography, and she's always right. with a different man. But I'm gonna send you the the picture of Empire of Ruin because the expression on the man's face is inscrutable. <laughs> This man looks like he could be evaluating the wind before taking his first golf on the <laughs> taking his first shot on the golf course. He could be confused about did I just smell a fart? Yeah. He could be He could be farting uh, and not even notice it. He, he could looks, be looking for the waiter. I, you know, he could be doing anything. <laughs> his he his lips look a little pouty. He has one eyebrow slightly raised. Like he's like maybe the sun's in his eyes a little bit. And he's just kind of looking off shirtless. It does look like one of those, like a Photoshop where a woman was doing a sexy pose and she just Uh like dragged in Photoshop, just like dragged a man in and was like, and done. (laughs) That's probably exactly what happened. Um, And this, (laughs) I was a good girl once, but now I've got bloody hands and a broken heart. When Julian Maduro and his wretched sister breathed their last, I thought that would be the end of it. But I should have remembered the brutal truth that that have been beaten into me over and over again. People like me don't get happily after afters. Alec Beckham forced me to do the unthinkable, shredding my heart with a squeeze of a trigger. Also, he wanted me to play soccer, and I can't believe (laughs) he's the brother of David Beckham. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Every single one of these protagonists strikes me as one of the people who, like, drives their friends crazy with their life's insanity oh yeah like just 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 leave me alone like i don't want to be your friend they're a step beyond like i don't have any drama and they're like all the drama they're like would you like to help me kill maduro the crime boss of the underworld and you're just (laughs) like uh i actually gotta wash my hair (laughs) sorry sorry the man who is responsible for the worst tournament of my life has decided he wants me as a member of a secret society a permanent player in his game of manipulation of power. So Alec Beckham in this is going uh-huh. the combination of Alec Baldwin and, and uh, David Beckham. Yeah, yeah this is Alec perfect. Beckham. Yeah. Uh, you see that this is like Dragon Ball Z. There's always a bigger fish, isn't that right? Now, would you like to be part of the Illuma Naughty? Ooh, <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, fine, you sadistic fuck. You want me to play? I'll play, but I won't do it by your rules. I'll do whatever it takes to win. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Kings of Chaos, we've got another assignment for you. <laughs> we got another one. <laughs> because people like uh, me don't fall in love either. They don't find their soulmates. But I did. I fell for the Kings of Chaos, and now I have something to fight for besides just vengeance. I'm fighting for us, or for them. For us. And that's the way that we're going to end Whoa. the Dirty Broken Savages series. And also how we're going to end this episode of the podcast, Theo. We're at Whoa. the end of it. Can you believe it? Frankly, yes. Okay, that's how time works. So that sounds about <laughs> that's right. That's how time works. I feel like I've been standing here for about an hour. You, you have. Yeah, exact, almost exactly an hour. 
<laughs> but <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Remember, if you have any segments you want to suggest to us, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit, hit up our Twitter, Segment City, or YouTube is Segment City, and leave us star readings, leave us reviews. We love to read them. Uh, and we got to give a very special thank you to somebody in particular. Thank you to Rachel Robinson. She does our intro music, and she has other music you can find on Spotify and maybe Apple Music. I listen on Spotify personally. So find her there. And some say she can eat 24 Domino's pizzas in one sitting. That this That's is probably, what some people say. I know that we've said that we've, like, I think in the last few weeks I said that was the most disparaging comment you ever said. No, that was this, the most new disparaging low. comment. New low, Rachel. <laughs> new low you know. for you. Uh, and now we're going to do our last segment, which is going to be IWasPoisoned.com. Oh, uh, and this is the bevy that they gave us today. I, I couldn't choose one, so I'm going to do uh, just a couple. Okay. Uh, these are always short, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, this is Tim Hortons in Toronto Street South in Markdale, uh, Ontario. November 14th and 16th, Fish Burgers or Tim Hortons Crispy Chicken Wrap. I want to know if others have had it. I've been <laughs> deathly ill, and it's not over yet. I'm terribly weak and am now having difficulty or trouble breathing. Haven't oh, even been able to shower. Oh, jeez. I live alone and am unhealthy. Oh, no. This person's sad. This person <laughs> it's been be absolutely sad. terrible. Very comparable to E. coli. <laughs> oh, so this person has had E. coli, too. Okay. The fact that they trusted Tim Hortons fish burgers no, you is should insane not. to me. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, this is <laughs> this is uh, from Lena's Italian Supermercato in Calgary. We bought their Italian meatballs, but the, put them into the oven as directed. And within 12 hours, my husband was throwing up and had diarrhea. Within 24 hours, it hit me. Both ends. worst experience of our lives oh no and i will end you with a uh this this site is so international because this is from indonesia and this is from thank you indonesia for writing in we love to see this representation on i was poisoned yeah they give such specific comments and i Uh also love when they have pictures of the food because it's like that's good that's good there's the there's the criminal there's the criminal (laughs) this one is what did it to me Presumed food poisoning. Symptoms. Diarrhea. Stomach pain. Alleged source. Alleged source. Alleged. Street restaurant food or bottled water. Okay. Okay. (laughs) They said, like, a specific place. I don't... They said it's a KFC, but I don't know if it's an actual KFC because then they were like... Are they describing KFC as, as street meat? Is that what they're saying? I guess. Start. They gave a start time. Start. Start 12 to 24 hours, which okay. is nothing. <laughs> it's absolutely, I like that they're specific, but it's nothing. Duration, 12 to 24 hours. Sick, me, additional information. <laughs> <laughs> they're following a template that nobody else is using. Yeah, They've made exactly. this up. That's why I love it. <laughs> additional information. I feel like my stomach is burning inside. Bloating, diarrhea, every 10 to tw- or 20 minutes, and heartburn. I want to know what's going on in my stomach. And you that's ever, how, you ever yeah. think, Will, that at some point the zombie apocalypse is, is going to start and we're going to make fun of it on iwaspoisoned.com and that's going to be oh. the last episode we ever put out? 
Ooh, you know what? The fact that you just put that into the ether, we gotta really, you gotta do something to to make it better. I gotta um, go sage. I gotta go sage, burn some sage, and you know, I will, demonify. I will leave everybody with the advice that I was given by the drunkest guy at my college reunion. Okay, my, I keep saying college reunion, high school reunion. Uh, he came up to me. The first thing he said to me was. And I said, why did you meow at me? And he went, threw you off, didn't it? And that's what you got to, you got to zag on people. They think you're going to zig, you got to zag. You got to meow at people. And then I I, I challenged him to meow at everybody in the party. I think he might have. So that was maybe maybe some chaos magic. I have no way of knowing because you left. Yeah. (laughs) I I probably did leave. I actually did leave like probably 10 minutes after that. So maybe I I just kind of set a a ticking time bomb. (laughs) So with that, hey, listener, I challenge you to meow at everyone in the party. And now I got to go.